theater and I questioned if I even enjoyed watching movies anymore. Okay, that is oh so rude. Oh, Boogie Nights. Experience. Boogie Nights is um after Licorice Pizza, so fourth. Okay. So yeah, I forgot about that one. And mm-hmm. then The Master, fifth. And then Inherent Vice, six. Oh my God. This is, that's quite the ranking. He's um, Punch Drunk Love is my last one. That's my number one. That's one of my all time favorites. Yeah. I know people really love it. It is not, not mine, but that's okay. I'm also a huge Adam Sandler fan. So that leans into it as well. Yeah. That makes sense. It's the most bizarre ranking. It is bizarre. Okay. I'm going to tweet the link. All right. I don't like hosting. Do you want to go, Jacob? I don't want to say Ricky's spiel. I don't want okay. You could do it. Okay. I'm tweeting it. So start talking. Sophia can do it. She's hosted. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, do you want me to host? <laughs> Jacob is going to do it. Go, Jacob. Are we live? Oh, my yes. God. Someone's watching. Go. Wait. Okay. okay. I don't know what we're doing, to be honest. Oscar predictions? Yes. Okay. Well, welcome to the Kinsey Oscar Big Board Show, where where we're going to be talking Oscar predictions, I guess. Um, I don't know. I didn't even know we were doing something tonight. (laughs) I just heard, I heard, oh, you're going to be on tonight. And I said, yeah. Stop. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Music City Drive-In. I'm Kenzie, and Ricky is not here. Therefore, Jacob is not hosting. Um, but Jacob's here. How are you doing, Jacob? I'm good. I you have again, your sweatshirt on. I must. Oh yeah, I do. Future Best Picture nominee. Um, I used to. Uh, or no, not have good taste in um, movies. I didn't even realize I was doing something tonight. And when I did, I thought it was a Golden Globe reaction show. So I even put oh. in our, in that big like prediction thing, I was like, oh, come check us out after the show where we do a reaction to what the Golden Globes were. Well, and I had I to go back and delete it. Because there's so. no show. So it's yeah. kind of like, like I could do the same thing just with less of an audience. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, yeah. I get um, it. So, yeah. So, so Kenzie said, Jacob, you're going to be on the show tonight. And I said, yeah. So there there we are. Whatever we were covering. Um, other than Jacob, we have a fellow Mini Cooper here with us, a fellow Threadhead. Just really good taste. I have Sophia from the Oscar Wilde podcast. How are you doing, Sophia? Hi. I'm doing so well. I'm so excited to like finally meet you because I feel like you're yeah. like my film Twitter sister. Fellow Mini Cooper. Yeah, I feel the same way. way. <laughs> yeah, love it. Yeah. I I um, always have the thread emoji in my recents because of like threads on Twitter. And then I was like, mm-hmm. now it's in there because I keep saying Threadhead. And I'm like, that's a really old movie to like keep talking about and like an emoji take over my life. It's literally my number one emoji right now. And I'm like, that's such oh a random, God. like it has nothing to do with anything right now other than I guess paul thomas anderson's like in the discussion but like i don't know i don't know i can't stop talking about phantom thread i still can't stop talking about it never will same with bradley cooper just always same things (laughs) literally 
I will always remember it this way. <laughs> that should have oh. been included in best original song. We should have gotten should have both of those. Yes. That's the one. Mm-hmm. That was the better song. That was the moment yeah. in the movie where I was like, this is movie making. And mm-hmm. then they were like, we're going to take Shallow all the way. And Bradley Cooper is not going to win the only Oscar the movie's going to win. It's fine. Yeah. Literally, that movie's up for how many Oscars? Bradley Cooper's part of like three nominations. They're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. We're going to give it to the one he doesn't get an Oscar for. I'm like, yeah, that was their way. Just Wasn't he it. a writer on like some of the songs too? So if one oh, of those literally got nominated- like. 80% of the soundtrack, he's like at least a co-writer, and then they submit uh-huh. the one song he has nothing to do with, and that's the yeah. one that went. I'm it's like, like here, Mark Ronson instead, not Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I swear, was he dating, was Mark Ronson dating Meryl Streep's daughter at that point? No, I think he had like just gotten a divorce from his wife before. He and Meryl's daughter like just started dating pretty recently. I feel like it was, it just came out of nowhere all of a sudden, like in quarantine. Do you feel like he was like, I want another Oscar and like this is the way to go? Like, this is the way to have a cabinet full of them. (laughs) Like, maybe I won't get another one, but like I'll have access to them, like put them in the background. I wonder if she has like a china cabinet, like full of all her. I mean, she should. I, Let's hope I she doesn't add another like, one to it this year. <laughs> uh, what I like when I finally figured out that formula to count how many times something was on that file, and I saw how many times I had don't look up on the file. I was like, <laughs> "Don't worry." My parents texted me last night asking me again if they could rent "Don't Look Up," and I was like, "It's on Netflix." <laughs> <laughs> My mom texted me at like 11 p.m. It was like, that movie was so good. And I was like, but they didn't watch the credit scenes. I didn't tell them to because I. That's good. I don't think that I think they would have changed their opinion on the whole movie had they seen Meryl Streep with a a tramp stamp. That was that was really rough. I love that Leo spoiled that because he did an interview and he was like, I think it was disrespectful to like show Meryl Streep with a tramp stamp. So the whole movie, I was like. What are they going to show her tramps for it? And then they were like talking about her nudes leaking or whatever. And I was like, are they going to show them? And they're like, they just like moved on past that. And I was like, okay, Leo, like way to spoil a scene that's not in the movie. And then I turned it off. I didn't see the credit scenes. And then Jacob and Ricky were like, you have to keep watching it. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And then I watched that one and then I turned it off. And they're like, what did you think of the second one? And I was like, second one. They I just never stopped. Yeah, I was like, enough. Ugh. Like, no. Enough. I, yeah. I don't. I went to a screening of that and, like, it was, you know, one of those, like, packed ones. It was, like, critics and a guild screening. And it was like, everyone was just sitting there. I wanted to leave so badly, but there was supposed to be a QA afterwards with McKay, but Darren Aronofsky was leading the QA. So it was like, I have to stay. I don't care about McKay, but I want to see Darren yeah. Aronofsky. And we get through those horrible end credit scenes and then they make an announcement and they're like, Darren couldn't be with us tonight. <laughs> so we have like another moderator for the Q and A. And I was like, really? Like I, Can you this imagine? is why I Did had to suffer through that. No, I just stayed because I was like in the middle of a row and then it was starting and McKay came out and it was this whole thing. It's like, I need someone to like airlift me out of here right now. I, one time I left a Q&A because, like, I just felt, like, really, like, nauseous. And I was, like, 
like do i get up and i was like i shouldn't get up when they're like introducing them and then i was like stuck and they asked three questions and i was like <laughs> i've had like three iced coffees like i'm gonna die getting like and those I, shakies yeah <laughs> i just got up and left and it was um jason schwartzman was moderating it i don't even remember what movie it was for oh you know what it was for her smell and jason schwartzman was moderating it i had no idea how short he was he's moderating it and he like looks up and he's like all the short people are leaving huh and i was like <laughs> and i just kept walking what are you gonna do oh my god it was awful and then i saw him when i was paying for my parking and i was like cool q a and he was like are you the one that left and i was like no 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 I not me promise you not see me no i it was supposed to be like elizabeth moss and she didn't show up and then it was um just the director and which was fine but i had just seen him at another q a for her smell and i was like you're just gonna answer the same questions and i don't feel good it was yeah but darren's my favorite director so i would have been really upset if i suffered yeah. through that i like him too so i was hoping but it was a big letdown just all around that night <laughs> and then adam mckay's like if you didn't like my movie you don't care about the planet it was it was really, it was a really wild q and I felt like I was on another planet for it. I, because I, the way they were talking was just like, I felt like I watched a different movie than what they were describing. Wait, do you like that movie? No, I gave it, it was, I think it's like a one star movie for me. Like it would be, if it won best picture, it would be in like the top 10 worst maybe of all time. Okay. I, I okay. So the last time I did a podcast with Jacob, and Ricky, I was like, I'm so sorry because I knew Ricky liked it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I It was the worst movie of the year for me. And everyone was like, I like that movie. And I was like, oh, I yeah. I would pay to unsee it. Mm-hmm. Like, I I went into it being like, it can't be worse than Vice. Uh-huh. And then I was like watching it and I was like, I've been watching this for three hours. Like it's almost over. And I realized there was an hour and a half left and I was like, okay. And I just want to say I'm a huge lover of really long movies. Like I wish mm-hmm. movies were longer. I I don't like 90 minute movies. I I want them to be long. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was excited when I saw the runtime on and I was like, cool. I don't have to think about what I'm watching next. And then it just wouldn't end. And then nothing no. was happening. And then I Yeah. And you know it's wild when the trailer came out, I hated Jonah Hill in it. I was like, he's obnoxious, he's annoying, I feel like this is wrong. He was the only thing I liked in the whole movie. I was so excited <laughs> to have Jennifer Lawrence back. Hated her in the movie. I, I hated the way she was written in the movie. I liked yeah. her in the movie. I just didn't like the way she was written. Yeah, I, I'm just worried, like I'm worried that They're Adam McKay like is going to be her new David O. Russell. Like, she's uh-huh. just – and I'm like, please work with someone else. Like, I like you. I want the best for you. But, yeah. I, when, I, I was just so excited for her. And then – I don't know, mm-hmm. man. Jacob's yeah. like, I love this movie. <laughs> I'm but sorry. Jacob, no. You have Sophia, who also loves licorice pizza. Yes. Yeah, we're here together. There, yeah. I mean, licorice pizza is hard because it's like, I mean, obviously, it's just a like, there are things in it, obviously, that like I wouldn't ever condone in my real life and like don't. But I think the way that the movie goes, I am like, yes, like certain elements of this movie, like 
absolutely like no thank you racism age gaps all of that like not for me in my personal life or shouldn't be for anyone but i think in the movie i try to like understand i guess why they're being used that way especially like with the racism i really like the racist joke i just think he should have cut it to be honest um but the age gap i think about i'm trying to think about it with a little bit more nuance i think i did have a lot of trouble with red rocket though i will say that one i was like i i wanted to leave of watching Red Rocket the morning, I was going to go see Licorice Pizza. Like, I woke up and I watched Red Rocket and then I was going to go see Licorice Pizza at night. And because um, my birthday's on Christmas and uh-huh. since I have a baby, going to a movie is like a, I plan it three weeks in it's advance. A thing. Like it's a yeah. whole thing. So that was my birthday present. I was, like, was going to go see Licorice Pizza at night, not like 10 a.m., like knock it out of the. So. I woke up and I was like, I'm going to watch Red Rocket. And I was like, <laughs> I, I I will be honest. I did not finish Red Rocket because uh-huh. I was like, this is like, it's morally like wrong, like the movie. like, And this is like the way I've been trying to talk about licorice pizza because I, I like licorice pizza. I think it's a really good movie. I just like can't personally get past the age gap and past uh-huh. like the racist joke. And so it like made it not in my top 10 for the year. But had that stuff not been part of it, it definitely would have been. Uh-huh. But the thing about Licorice Pizza is I don't feel like the story or, like, the relationship is, like, morally, like, wrong. Whereas, like, in Red Rocket, like, it is. Yeah. And the way he, like, goes about the relationship is, like, saying it's okay and, like, it's mm-hmm. not wrong. He's, like, kind of yelling at you about, like, you saying it's wrong. And I just, like – it made me feel physically sick. And, like, I just – yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And the other thing is, I don't think the characters are, like, charming the way they are in, like, like Rich Pizza, where you're, like, uh-huh. I kind of forget about, like, what their yeah. gap or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it was just, it was rough. Red Rocket yeah. was, like, and right. I was so excited about Red Rocket. Like, mm-hmm. I was so excited. And then I was just, like, oh, my God, I can't even, like, finish it. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's- and I'm not a very big, like don't finish a movie person like I've never really done that but Mm -hmm. I was like I can't do this like yeah and talk about a movie that felt long I mean that one I think felt really long I thought I watched like at least half and then I found out I like there was Mm -hmm. so much part of what I turned off I was like yeah like right it's hard to because an editor like a better yeah Mm -hmm. a Thelma a Thelma oh the queen and like the Irishman make it longer like great i okay my <laughs> husband i saw the irishman in theaters by myself and my husband dropped me off because i didn't want to pay for parking my husband mm. dropped me off and he picked me up and when he dropped me off it was like really light out and he picked me up it was really dark out i felt like i was gone for an hour he's mm-hmm. like i went to target i went to the grocery store i like all this stuff <laughs> i was like okay we watched it at home i was like i could have watched it three more times in a row my husband's like that's the longest fucking movie i've ever seen keep in mind <laughs> My husband's favorite movie is like Eyes Wide Shut, which is how long? Like also long, like, yeah. What are we? What? Another good one. <laughs> I don't. But he doesn't like The Irishman. He mm. thinks it's way too long, and I'm like, that's the perfect example of a movie not feeling its runtime. Like, oh yeah, and you like you're supposed to feel it. Like at the end, it yeah, just like, it's is like a life, life lived. Is. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's literally like the movie's about life and how long it is. Yes, and mm-hmm. I'm like that's what. I don't know. It's, it's so the same good. Thing with, like, I love it. Zodiac. Ugh, I just Ugh. 
That's another like perfect movie. One of my favorite Finchers. I love Fincher too. Like Gone Girl even could be longer, whatever. Just like give it to me four hours. (laughs) I watched Girl with a Dragon Tattoo last night, which got that Mm -hmm. surprise best editing knob. And I was like, this movie could be seven hours long and I would watch all of it. Yeah. I mean, it should have been a trilogy, but here Mm -hmm. we are. I know. Mank was good too. So, (gasps) Jacob, do you hear that? Yes, I know. I okay. We needed her last year. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, are you a main person? person? Are you guys both main people or no? I love. I I, love. I really love it. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god! It like made me really like just feel a lot when I went to see it. I like Mm -hmm. saw it in a theater. It was one of my like the only movies I went to see in a theater during the pandemic at all because. I like checked the reserve seats and I would have been the only person in the theater. So I went and it was just a magical experience all around. I loved it. I'm so jealous. I saw it, at home. <laughs> it was like when LA like shut down again and like uh-huh. all the theaters like closed again. And I was like, mm-hmm. you can't just let me like by myself see it. <laughs> let me just like rent a theater <laughs> by myself to <laughs> see me. Yeah. Everybody hated me last year. I was like, oh, I know. Me. It's like, have a little fun. Remember when they released the trailer and I was like, oh my God, David Finch is going to win his best director Oscar. What a sad. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I thought thought the same thing the whole time until like the last second. Yeah. You were like very like still to the end. He was still saying it. Cause I thought I, well, I thought cinematography and director were going to flip flop. Why not? Oh, Mm -hmm. And then when Mank won cinematography, I was like, oh, well, that's that's it for him. He's doing the cinematography again, right? For the new one with Michael Fassbender? I think so. I feel I'm like pretty he sure he is. I feel bad. I don't know his name right now. Every time um, I forget something. Eric Messerschmidt. Yes. yes. That's it. Every time I forget something, I'm like, I have a baby. It's my first pandemic. I, like, have the... the you, those are... Those are good excuses. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it's my first pandemic to like 20, probably 2030. Yeah, probably. Okay. I'm going to actually segue to what we're supposed to talk about. Speaking <laughs> of black and white movies. There we go. There we go. That, that mm-hmm. was good. Um, best picture. I have only one black and white movie. Yeah. Yeah. But... The film I wish would be in the nominations is Come On, Come On. Mm. Mm. I I don't know if because I have a child that I watched that movie and like I just like fell apart. But it's just and I don't like happy movies, clearly. Like David Fincher and Darren Aronofsky <laughs> mm-hmm. are my favorite mm-hmm. filmmakers. I do not like happy movies. Wait, wait, wait. But- You're allowed to not like movies that are make you happy? That's what people want to see. Life sucks, right, Kenzie? Oh, I'm a darkness in my movies person. Same. Kenzie yeah. and I talked a lot about <laughs> it. I um I don't know how you show comment. Oh, there. There. Hi, Eric. Oh, hi, Eric. Hi. <laughs> Another icon. Another icon. Yeah, I so I really like like heavy, awful movies. Like I don't want to walk away feeling great, I guess. Um but come on, come on. It, like, devastated me, like, in the mm-hmm. best way possible. Like, I – and then, like, when you guys told me that the interviews were really, like, real, I was, like, I'm just going to go cry for three more hours. It – I don't know. I just feel like it's such a – I feel like that movie won 
was necessary to be black and white. Like, I don't feel like they made it and they were like, oh, we should make it black and white. Like, it really, like, felt special in black and white. And, like, that was intentional. And I feel like Joaquin Phoenix is better in it than he was in Joker. I'm very sorry to all the Joker. Do, do they have a fan base name? I don't know. Um, I don't Incels. They're probably not watching anything that I'm a part of. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just did a Robert Pattinson episode talking about the Batman, and I had to not. We just didn't say the word Joker. Like that's good. There's, I mean, Heath Ledger was it, so we're just gonna pretend that didn't happen. I was just, I rewatched that recently, and I was like laughing at him, and I felt really sad afterwards that I was laughing, but he was really funny, like Mm -hmm. so funny. But come on, come on. It was just, I, I think it should get a Best Picture nomination, especially given this is the first year where like 10 is like enforced again. It's not in my 10, but that's what I would add in if I could. Jacob? Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. I I actually, for most of the movie, I was like, I am fine with this being black and white, but I could see it being in color. It was like until like the very end when they were out in that like, wilderness almost and they had that like screaming battle i was like okay now like now this makes a lot of sense like it wasn't like um like uh the french dispatch had some of like the most useless black and white i've ever seen in my entire life because like i i felt like they were trying to do something to where it was like okay when they were talking about the old timey news it was black and white and then when they were into like the new timey news it was colored but then they would talk about the new timey news in black and white and i was just yeah but i i I am a big fan of black and white movies and I love come on, come on. And I do wish it was getting more love for best picture. I think it's, I think it's probably walking Phoenix's my second favorite performance from him behind walk the line. But that's like one of my all time, mm. like favorite performances is him as Johnny cash. Um, and yeah, I definitely think it was better than what he did in Joker. It was so funny though. Cause like me and like seven other people, when we left the movie, we were like, it's so funny watching Joaquin Phoenix in this, knowing that, like, that's probably not his, like, real-life personality at all. Like, not that, like, heartwarming, like, you know, lovey type of person. I do wonder if, because, one, he named his son River. Two, now he has a kid. Mm -hmm. I do wonder if he, like, did something like this on purpose now. Like, because maybe he wants to be more like that or something. Not that I'm claiming to know what he's like in real life. Like, he could be like that. But, like, I just feel like maybe, like, that change. Because, like, that's definitely, like, changed the way I watch movies. Like, it's, like, an indescribable thing. And especially because he named his kid something so sentimental for him. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I read that and I, like, burst into tears. So I can't imagine, like, yeah. physically doing something like that. But, like. Also, where does this rank in your Mike Mills, like, family trilogy, i've been trying I'll to say. think of that because 20th century women is like a perfect movie and i think mm-hmm. about it literally every day it's also for some reason like the only a24 screenplay book i don't have which is so bizarre but it's because when it came out i was like i have to stop spending money mm-hmm. but <laughs> like, i bought the ladybird one so i don't know what i'm talking about. i have the ladybird one like right behind me I the best. They're they're not the best quality, but I love them mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. Um I don't know where it would rank, but it's it's like the first like happy movie I've watched in so long where I like burst into tears. So like it's definitely like high for me because yeah. 
when they started screaming i was like oh my god and then when you guys told me the interviews were real i just like it was too much like and i just feel like maybe it's getting left behind because there's so many black and white movies this year it feels like but like i don't know when i watched belfast i was like i love belfast and then i've kind of like not thought about it since i watched it Mm -hmm. and i'm like maybe i don't know it's one of those whole, you know, like the Oscars always do those, the power of movies things. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay. I feel like that's what the whole movie was. Mm. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's what, like, made me, like, interested. And then, like, I was like, but I don't know where my family is from in Ireland. But, like, my par- my grandparents, like, came here from Ireland. I'm like, I wonder what my dad thinks of this movie. <laughs> I feel like he would that's really like-, like it. That's the one I'm, like, very eager for my parents to see because, like, usually they can kind of tell me how the Academy is going. I always, like, pay attention to their reactions. So that one I'm really curious about. I felt, like, the same way when I saw it. I actually was, like, this is a good time. Like, it's not some, like, art house, like, amazing thing. But I was, like, I loved the scenes when they went to the movie theater. Like, Jamie Dornan singing Everlasting Love. Like, you know, it warmed my heart. And I usually don't like anything like that at all yeah um, but yeah I like since seeing it and it doesn't have to do with it's like best picture frontrunner status or like the awards it's winning I don't think at all it's just I don't think about it ever it's like that Don yeah. Draper like I don't think about you at all <laughs> that's because like so Ricky is the first person I talked to after I saw it and I was like I loved it so much and I really did like I really loved it But, Mm -hmm. like, I just – I haven't thought about it. And I'm, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's important with a Best Picture winner. Mm. Especially because, like, I feel like the last two I'm, like, I think about pretty often. So, I'm, like, they're Mm -hmm. on this, like, good path of, like, you can tell the new people they inducted to the Academy, like, are making a difference. And, like – and I'm just, like – but I haven't thought about Belfast. Like, I wouldn't be mad if it won. I just – I don't know. I don't think about it. I don't even make jokes about it is the other thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I want a Best Picture winner that I either love, and I'm like, this is a Best Picture winner worthy, or I can Mm -hmm. at least make jokes about. Like, (laughs) I won't lie to you guys. I still haven't seen Green Book. I I just, I don't know. And you still shouldn't. No. Yeah, that's the thing. Every time I think about it, I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm kind of fucking up. Like, I got to see it. I just don't. I, I'm not going to pay mm. money for it. One, it's never no. on streaming anything. I'm not going to pay money for it. Two, like, I just, I don't care. And, like, I feel bad because I love Mahershala Ali, like, so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you, David Fincher. But, like, I just, I don't know. I don't care to. But I can make Just watch Moonlight that again. Yeah. Every time I've thought about it, I really, like, watch that again. And I'm like, this is kind of, like, just. It's such a it's such a good winner, guys. It's such a good winner. Like, how could they do that? Like, how could you go from yeah. what crazy people? What crazy people? Literally. Remember um, when Julia Roberts said it, and we were just like, "What the fuck?" It's like the opposite um, of when um, Jane Fonda said "Parasite." Exact opposite. Like, and Jane Fonda's like perfect pause when she's perfect like pause. <laughs> perfect person to announce that. Yes. 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 I feel bad that I haven't seen it because, like, I see them all. But, like, I just – that was another okay. thing. My parents were, like, it was really good. What I Like, they were, like, I understand what everyone's talking about. It was, but it was really good. And I'm, like, 
you know, like my parents really mm-hmm. like don't look up. So that really worries me. That really worries me. But yeah. unlike Sophia's dad, my parents really <laughs> like the lost daughter. My parents That's were good. really into the lost daughter. <laughs> my parents are very um, Olivia Coleman trained. Like they're watching mm-hmm. landscapers. They yeah. really loved her in the crown. Like really into it. I was really embarrassed when my parents saw the favorite. I like didn't know how to talk to them afterwards. Mm-hmm. And they, like, called me, and I was like, that's such a bad sign if they call me when they leave a movie uh-huh. theater. Like, oh, <laughs> and they were like, we loved it. It was so funny. They were like, why yeah. are all period pieces like this? I was, I was oh, like, my God. don't bring up anything specific, and we're totally fine. Yeah. I had the same experience with that movie. Like, I thought my parents, I was like, maybe they're not going to like it. Maybe I just, we're not going to talk about this one. And they saw it without, like, telling me they were going to see it. So I didn't even know it was coming and they loved it, which was just so funny. My dad was like very much on the Rachel Vice should win train after that movie. Um, And then I think they both, I mean, they wanted Glenn to have her kind of like career Oscar, but they were happy with Olivia winning that year. That was like one of the first Oscar conversations I ever remember having with my mom. My mom was queen of showing me movies that were way too inappropriate for me. Mm-hmm. She showed me Fatal Attraction when I was like four or five. It was before I was in kindergarten. Oh my god! And she's like, "Imagine she didn't win an Oscar," and I was like, "What's an Oscar?" <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> but then she was like, "Cher has an Oscar," and I was like, "I love Cher." And she was like, "Would you take it away from Cher?" And I was like, "What did she win for?" And then we watched Moonstruck, and that was like the beginning of me watching Oscar movies. But I was way too young, like way too young. But, like, my parents oh are really, like, yes, sir, a very great mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Daisy's first movie was Zodiac. Oh, my God. That's great. My, like, first Oscar movie that I remember watching where I was like, I should not be watching this was Silence of the Lambs. I was in oh second God. grade. Yeah, like, way too young. Because my parents are like that, too. They're just kind of like, you can watch whatever. Because we they wanted to watch the movie. Yeah. Yeah. My sister and I were around, so they were like, here, just watch yeah. this. Like, especially, like, serial killer anything and horror. That's oh, amazing. my God. Watched yeah. way too young. <laughs> when I was in second grade, I'll never forget it because it's the only time in my whole life I got sent to the principal's office. We were doing, like, introduction to the class, and I was like, my favorite movie is The Exorcist. <laughs> That's they were, so like, good. I don't remember anything that happened. I just remember getting sent to the principal's office and getting sent home. And I was like, what did I do? And my mom was like, you can't tell people you watch stuff like that. And I was like, then why do you show it to me? Like, it was a whole thing. And then I remember <laughs> because when The Matrix came out, they rented it. Like, when it came out, like, on Deep Blue. Like, uh, I think it was still VHS. I don't remember. But uh-huh, I remember they rented probably. it. Probably. And I had a friend over and they were like, we'll show it to you, but you cannot tell your parents. And I remember when the girl's parents came to pick her up, she was like, we watched The Matrix. It was so cool. (laughs) So, but like, that's like the kind of mom I want to be, I guess, you know? Yeah. No, you I mean, we watched, we watched Vox Lux and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo last night. So I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. She's going to either come out and be like. Movies are so cool. Or be like, my mom is weird. But, you know. I think she'll appreciate it. I think that's great. Um, Tick, Tick, Boom was the first movie I saw her paying attention to, like, the screen. I don't know if it was, like, the music or, like, just, like, there's a lot of movement, I guess. Uh-huh. But she was really feeling that. That's my 10. 
that's the one I feel like could fall out or like. Yeah. What do you I'm guys? struggling with that one. I have it. It's my nine right now, but I just don't. I, yeah, I don't know. I think that it had like a pretty good showing like with the shortlist, like being there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's one of those like, I don't know if voters think this way, but I keep looking at my list and I'm like, really, are they going to put all of these Netflix movies here? Because I was I tempted to put The Lost Daughter in too. Yeah, but I was like, I don't, I just don't know if they think that way. And Tick, Tick, Boom, I feel like it does have like a lot of support in the industry. It's a... Like has a strong performance. I think Andrew Garfield is like one of the most delightful people and is out there everywhere campaigning. But I wonder if with West Side Story, that's going to kind of take away any kind of musical support from Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. And like, there's like, that's like the thing I was thinking, like, is there, are there too many musicals Mm -hmm. or is it too much Netflix? Because like, you know, when Roma was the thing, that was like very much a thing. Like we don't want to reward a streamer. It was a huge conversation. Obviously it's right. not anymore. Like as anywhere near a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they think like that. But the musical thing is something I definitely like think about. But then I'm like, they probably really love Lin-Manuel Miranda. So I just don't, I don't know. And like what a year for Lin-Manuel Miranda with like movies. Not like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. But I, I think, like, it's either going to do, like, seven nominations or it's going to get, like, three. Like, yeah, it's either going to have a very good morning or a very, like, bad morning. Mm-hmm. It's giving me yeah. shades of, like, One Night in Miami a little bit. Yeah. I definitely feel that. And that was another. That was Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And it got a lot of, like, support, I feel like, early on. People were even thinking, like, maybe Regina King can get in. And then it just... Yeah wasn't there but i think with 10 we have more room yeah regina's like so liked and like that movie kind of like fizzled Mm -hmm. such a a really good comparison that season felt like 10 years long but then regina but then regina like opened the oscars remember she had a really long walk and Mm -hmm. i'm like can you put her in every steven soderbergh movie ever and yeah he just keeps making movies and she's not in them yeah, he needs I, to get her in, like, an HBO Max, one of those deals that he has going, I feel like. <laughs> okay, everyone's making fun of me, but I really liked No Sudden Move, like, a lot. I won't lie, that was the first movie I watched when I was pregnant, when I really felt that I was pregnant, and I fell asleep, uh-huh. and I turned it off. But then I watched it, like, in full the next day, and I was like, I don't know if it was, like, the ensemble, but I just feel like he has such a way with, like, actors, even mm-hmm. if, like, it's a mediocre movie, I'm like, I really like this movie. I thought it was Ugh. good too. I liked it. It was what solid. A mm-hmm. What a cast! And Brendan Fraser. Brendan He's coming Fraser. back next year. Next yeah, year's gonna be his next year. year. We're gonna. Yeah, I'm so excited. You have Tick Tick Boom High, Jacob, right? I have it nine. Oh, I okay. I you, think like nine think up is pretty safe ish. What's your nine? Like tick Tick Boom. No, like like your oh right. um. So, like, Tick, Tick, Boom. Well, the one thing you guys were saying with musicals, Coda is also very music-based. That's and the so other that's thing, thing I was thinking. I'm like, I'm like And this... that's probably getting an original song nomination. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, music uh, will be, like, on the brain with that one. Like, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, it's, 
that's the thing though like with coda and tick tick boom i left i saw coda and sundance and i left that saying like i hope this gets like some love but it's not getting oscars because it's like way too lighthearted. Mm-hmm. it's just not what people like think of being an oscar film it had a super early release date literally like the first week of august but i just think that once you get past like west side story which is my number six once you get past that it just drops off a lot in my opinion and that's why like coda and tick tick boom which i also didn't have like when i left i didn't think this is like a best picture nominee even though it's like my number four of the year, I was never like, oh, like this is it. But it just drops off so much that those two are starting to feel more and more likely. Because it's like after my nine, you've got like being the Ricardos, which I don't think is going to get in. Nightmare Alley, which didn't do don't much unless, me. It, unless it gets like a lot below the line. You know, come on, come on, it's not getting in. Sorry. The Lost Daughter, again, like I the think Lost if it comes Daughter, down to the Lost it's Daughter gonna have or, like a good morning or like two nominations i think mm-hmm. i think the last daughter could be like the sole screenplay nomination and just get oh, you don't think no, olivia? olivia i think she i think she could miss but i think the lost daughter and come on come on are the two movies where i'm like okay this could just be like the sole screenplay nomination and then tragedy Macbeth's not getting a best picture nomination either okay. so it's like I rewatched Tragedy of Macbeth and I am absolutely furious. It's not in most categories. It okay. should be the cinematography winner in my I opinion. also yeah. think Angela Bassett should have been Lady Macbeth. Yeah, I mean that would have been like pretty incredible. I feel like I I liked Frances in it. I think she brought like a new perspective to Lady Macbeth that I haven't yeah. seen before. I'm also an English teacher and I've like taught Macbeth and I, this movie is a godsend to English teachers everywhere. Like we are all so happy that this exists and it should be nominated for like so many things. I have it in my 10 right now um, just because they love the Coens. So they I just like them. with 10 spots, I don't know because like the other ones I just, like I'm not willing to like pull a trigger for a super creative pick like Spider-Man No Way Home or even Drive My Car. Like I just don't I have feel Drive it. My Car is nine, but mm-hmm. I moved it up after it like all these like best picture wins recently with critics, which I know don't really translate to anything, but like they're being talked about. It's being talked mm-hmm. about a lot. So I'm like, yeah, I moved it up. But Okay, so Tragedy of Macbeth, I kind of feel like the same way I felt about Phantom Thread. You know, in like Phantom Thread, like we woke up and it was like, oh my God, it has so many nominations. Uh-huh. Like Best Picture, Best Director. It was like, yeah, why? Six. It was the like, best. Like <laughs> Leslie Manville showed up. I was like, right. wow, like this was like what I wanted, mm-hmm. but like I didn't expect it. I could see Tragedy of Macbeth doing that just because like he's Joel Cohen. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like. It's Frances McDormand. Like, she won the Oscar last year. Like, yeah. That was like- Denzel. <laughs> I, I just don't love- know how many people are, like, going to get through. We had people from, like, the sound branch leave our screening. And so it didn't get the sound nomination, of course. And so it's like, I just don't know how many people are going to stay the whole time. I'm curious what my parents think. I know that sounds, like, really weird. But mm-hmm. it's like, they're, like, that age. And, like, mm-hmm. if- but I'm confident they finished. They loved the Lost Daughter, and I thought they yeah. hated. 
and I really thought they would hate it because like I'm a new mom and they'd be like oh yeah but my parents are big fans of like the Johnson Vendors family tree um so it's kind of like they just love Olivia so much I can't believe you Mm -hmm. don't think Olivia's getting in yeah I'm yeah yeah I no I I saying I think she could miss do I have her in Mm -hmm. right now yeah, I have her in right now. She's my five right now. But oh, I'm saying she five? could. Yeah, she could miss. I have yeah. her as one. I do too. I have her winning again. Yeah. Oh. I still have Kristen Stewart. Okay. So. so my thing is, everyone who knows me knows Jackie. I would have given Jackie best picture. Like, I love Jackie mm-hmm. so yeah. much. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I have. Thank you, Eric. I'm so bad at this guy. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not even going to hide it. I have her in. You have her five. Yeah. Well. She. Okay. The thing is. One. She's clearly really well liked. Like enough to where we were like. Glenn Close showed up in gold. Okay. Like she was like. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wear gold. I'm winning. And then we're like, Olivia Coleman. That movie, like, yes, it was heavily nominated, but, like, it was a vulgar comedy and a period. Like, it had all this stuff going against it. And they were like, you know what? No, she's winning. Like, do you know how many those lines? They probably, do you know how many clips? They probably were like, we can't use that as her Oscar clip. We can't use that as her Oscar <laughs> clip. But she still won. I just think, like, yeah. and that movie, like, she plays, like, the hardest character in the world to watch, but like you like her. Oh, Kristen is winning. Interesting. Mm. I don't know, Eric. I, I think I don't know. with Kristen, I, don't I think, think we will know with BAFTA because yeah. I feel like an American playing Diana, I think that one, that movie's polarizing, and two, I think she hasn't won like a big award Thing. yet. It's just been she's been winning like little critics prizes and she's collected a ton of them. Like she has amassed like a good amount, but like LA, New York, like she missed those. Those went to Lady Gaga and Penelope Cruz who could also show up. I actually have them both in right now. Um, Oh, you do? What are your five? So my five right now, I have Coleman, Olivia Coleman, Kristen Stewart, Lady Gaga, Penelope Cruz, and Alana Haim. I have this like feeling that Chastain is going to miss. I don't know what it is. I just like, I know that, you know, she has been campaigning harder than nearly anybody. Um, That wild Christmas video she had, but it's just like one, that movie came out so long ago. It didn't really make any money. It's, we don't, she's not really getting a lot of the like splashy events that would be good indicators for us to know if that performance is really catching on. And okay, Olivia has won the Gotham and that's it. Yes. Okay. I think that the thing though is like Olivia, this role I can see like not, I don't know. I think with Stuart, I just like, I know a lot of people personally who don't like the performance. I'm curious. One, if she's nominated at BAFTA. Two, if she wins. Prince William will be there. Yeah, he will. Which would be cool if she ended up winning. Like, if he's there. And I'm not, like, anti-Kristen at all. 
You know when um, Britney and Madonna kissed and they like didn't show Christina and they like cut to Justin Timberlake? Mm-hmm. I hope if Kristen wins, they cut to Prince William. Like, that would be amazing. Like just I think reaction. I think there's a real possibility that like Kristen could win SAG. I think like I am she right now. I have her winning SAG. Um, I think that that if actors really love the performance, like that is great. But again, like all of most of these women that I have, like they're not going to be in Best Picture nominees at all. That's so it's just thing, a weird like, situation. I, that's why I think Alana's in because I think Licorice Pizza is like high up in Best mm-hmm. Picture. Like I have it, I have it sixth, but like I think it's five. Yeah, because I have it five okay. too. Here's the thing. We were talking about Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield keeps doing press, and I'm like, he keeps moving up. His, mm-hmm. like, the best actor thing. Will Smith keeps doing press, and he keeps moving down the best actor thing. Mm-hmm. I When we started out this year, and I think Jacob was one of the first people I saw talk about it, Will Smith has that Darren Aronofsky thing on, what is it, National Geographic? He mm-hmm. has a memoir. He has that doesn't he have like a comedy special he has he has his first ever stand-up is coming out he has that he obviously has king richard it was like will smith over slow but then it was like he's doing these interviews he did the the fresh prince like yeah in reunion or whatever he kept doing interviews and like it's the same thing with like jada where like yeah they're sound bites and they're like viral but i'm like i'm talking about you for the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. like i I That's, like I understand a lot of the things he's saying, but they're like misconstrued, and I think that like turns away yeah. older people, which is like the people who liked King Richard. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so then it's like I have King Richard like as like kind of a lock for Best Picture, but I keep moving it down because I'm like, I just feel like it's just there, and you're just like checking a box, kind of. I don't feel like it's mm-hmm. like. I don't feel like it has the momentum it had when it first came out. And that's, like, the problem. Like, it's the same thing with, like, A Star is Born. When it came out, we were like, it's going to win Best Picture. It's going to win Screen. I thought it was going to win the Big Five. I actually thought it was going to win the Big Five when it came out. Wow. And then, like, it won one Oscar, and it was just song. Like, that's That's why, like, if... People and of course, like Disney and Marvel are taking it seriously. If people take Spider Man seriously as a best picture nominee, Andrew Garfield is one of the best parts of that movie. So they're mm-hmm. going to see him and they're going to be like, oh, this was the guy who was so amazing in Tick, Tick, Boom, and start putting those pieces together if that's actually seen as a like real contender in some people's eyes. So I think that really, because he's doing most of the press for spider-man as well that's what a lot of his conversations Mm -hmm. are about and he's talking about you know that his own movie everything like that i think he could start moving up surprise at you know surprise at sag surprise at um you know i think i I have him winning tonight um you know surprise at bafta i mean he is british and Mm -hmm. then keep that momentum all the way through so that's i think he's definitely moving up very fast in my opinion Jacob, yeah. what's your 10 best picture? My 10 and best picture. So I have right now Power of the Dog, uh, Licorice Pizza, West Side Story, Belfast. Um, I have Dune, King Richard, 
Tick, Tick, Boom, Coda. And my number 10 right now is Drive My Car. And then 11 is Spider-Man. And 12 is Being the Ricardos. You don't have Don't Look Up? Well, yeah, I do. I thought I said it. Yeah, it's it's my eight. I think I might have just skipped over it. But yeah, it's my eight. (laughs) Good call. We can skip over (laughs) it always. It's fine. (laughs) Sophia, what's Um, your 10? I have The Power of the Dog, West Side Story, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, Dune, King Richard, Don't Look Up, Coda, Tick, Tick, Boom, and The Tragedy of Macbeth. I won't let her go until I have to. I love that. I have (laughs) Power of the Dog, Belfast, Dune, West Side Story, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Tick, Tick, Boom. Okay. So you guys have the same 10. Yeah, I personally, and I don't mean this in a mean way because I want everyone to be nice to me. I watched Dune, Dune was the first movie I watched after I had my baby, and I did watch it in one sitting, but I just like was in such like not a paying attention mind space that I was like, I was so excited for this, and like that was it. <laughs> but then I rewatched it and I really liked it. But I think like dune is kind of like king richard where we're just kind of like putting it in best picture like nobody's like really like passionate about it the way they were i think dune is obviously gonna like just blow away with like the crafts but i just Mm -hmm. i think dune is just in best picture because like it has to be like they're like we can't give it like 12 nominations and it not give us whatever dune dune is this year's bank yeah like like, it's gonna get a bunch of nominate like double digits but like Maybe because Mank, yeah. Mank was, Mank doing was a like lot eleven of, or like ten, yeah. and yeah, it was doing a lot of like in the critics. It was getting like seven Everything. nominations yeah. and missing mm-hmm. best picture. Yeah, with like a lot of the critics, and then it's like, well, if you're gonna give it ten nominations, it has to. You be have in, like, to give it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think with Dune, what will be interesting to see is how the director's branch responds because mm-hmm. from what I've heard and like from what I've been reading, it's like. Everyone is just in awe of this movie and in awe of what Denis did, like how he accomplished that. I think so. I I have it in. I think it's just like such a craft type of movie. It could be like a Mad Max Fury Road. That's how I used to think of it. But I do think it's kind of fallen down a little bit for me. It's also kind of like the movie that it didn't make as much money as Spider-Man No Way Home, of course, like nothing did. But it was, I think, the movie that brought everyone back to theaters mm-hmm. and, like, had this, like, big support around it. So I feel like I'm also kind of met on it. Um, I thought it was really pretty. I didn't really, like, connect with the story or the characters, but um, I wouldn't, like, be mad if it won awards. And I think it deserves a Best Picture nomination. It's just, like, I yeah, think it's, it's like fallen down for me. If they had marketed it, as dune part one i think Mm -hmm. people would feel better about it like i Mm -hmm. i just think a lot because if you're not online you didn't really realize like this movie isn't the full book like when i told it to my parents they're like what do you mean i was like (laughs) like when you see it it'll say dune chapter one or whatever like part one and i was like it's kind of just setting up the sequel and they were like what and i was like i mean (laughs) And then, like, my parents said the same thing that I kind of felt the first time I watched it, that, like, it got really interesting the last, like, 45 minutes. And then you were, like, then it was over. But, like, I, like it's obviously really great. I just feel like people thought 
like if you weren't online, you thought it was going to be more story driven and it was kind of like disappointing it wasn't. And like especially because Zendaya was not only at every press call, she was Mm -hmm. the focus of every press call, which I understand given like she won an Emmy, she has euphoria, like she was in Spider-Man. Like I understand putting her at the front of everything. Like she's really Mm -hmm. well liked. But it was just like, then you watch the movie and she's in it less than Bradley Cooper's in Licorice Pizza. And you're like, mm-hmm. what? Like, it was just like weird, especially like mm-hmm. I read the book. So I kind of figured where they would like split it based on like the story. But it was just like weird the way she was like so heavily in all these interviews. Like I wouldn't have even given my time if I were her. Like she's yeah. famous to waste her time. Like mm-hmm. she is booked and busy. Like I Yeah. I'm excited for her for chapter 2 or whatever, but I just think like this movie might be doing better everywhere above the line if it had been labeled part 1 marketing wise and like yeah but the it's really only... weird on imdb if you like click on anything it says part one now and i'm like mm-hmm. i feel like more people would have seen it in theaters had they known it was part one mm-hmm. i don't know yeah the only <laughs> two above the line i have it in is just director and screenplay but i just think i have it in screenplay right now just because i feel like that was a very hard screenplay to adapt Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people are going to like understand how difficult it was and get it in based because i mean adapted screenplay right now for me isn't like super deep and so that's one to where i could just see it getting in just because you know it is it was called the unadaptable book and all that yeah like look at like david lynch's movie like we all love david lynch but none of us like the movie like david lynch yeah, doesn't even like the doesn't, movie yeah. he doesn't like <laughs> it yeah <laughs> like, so i feel like and i feel like a lot i feel like if people read the book they're going to know how hard it was to make mm-hmm. that oh like, yeah i don't know and, and that's like, what in yeah. a lot of their boxes they were sending the book with it and so if mm-hmm. people got it and read the book and we had time to read the book. Like, I read mm-hmm. the book during the shutdown because I was like, Yeah, what me else too. What am I doing? Like, <laughs> I've had it for years, but I was like, I have You're like, No, I have time. You have no idea how many pictures that book was in before I opened it. It's like firm, <laughs> like, no, like, creases. Yeah. But now it finally looks like a little used. Um, so nobody has. Wait, so Jacob, what was your five actress? Uh, my five actress, let me get back to it. I have uh, Kristen Stewart, one. Um, mm-hmm. I have Jessica, two. Alana, three. I have Penelope, four. And Olivia, five. Okay. So we just have, I have Gaga and you have mm-hmm. Chastain. Jessica. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Do you think House of Gucci is going to get a bunch of nominations? So it's not that I think it's going to get a bunch of nominations. I feel like that would be absolutely unhinged. I feel like it's like Gaga, (laughs) makeup, and then like maybe Jared Leto. But that's, you can like bleep me out for that. Um, (laughs) To be fair though, I don't judge people who say that. I think that's people that know the Academy, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think like for Lady Gaga, like she, if you don't like the movie, I think you can admit that she's the best part of a bad movie mm-hmm. and that sometimes helps. It's also, you know, she, the audience score on that is way higher than the critic scores. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so there's that. 
Um, and I think with House of Gucci, I feel like if it plays well to anyone, it's going to play well to actors because they are mm-hmm. all doing the most in this. And I Who feel do you like think knows what movie they're in the most. Like personally, I think Adam Driver is aware of what movie he's in. Yes, I would agree and- with that because. Ridley Scott is and he so was the only one who, like, serious. In the movie. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like everyone else. There are various parts of the movie that I'm like, do you know, like, where you are? Like, and I say this as the biggest little monster. I say this as my husband hates *The Star Is Born*. Imagine that. <laughs> oh my my husband thinks that Lady Gaga is the worst actress of all time, and um, I just. I feel like there's parts of the movie she's, like, really calculated and, like, you know all the crazy shit she's been saying? Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had a therapist on set. I'm like, what? But there are parts She's, like, out-weirding Jared Leto. Exactly. Jared Leto's in. (laughs) And I truly am like, what? I I do think it – I think it could get it in costumes also. Oh, yeah. That one, too. Do you have who do you have in your five for actress? So okay, I have Olivia, Kristen, Alana, and then my bottom two are wild. I have Jessica. <laughs> uh-huh. and I have Nicole Kidman. Oh, I she's don't think that's six. wild. Yeah, I just she think was my winner when Nicole I saw that movie. Kidman, like mm-hmm. she's Nicole Kidman. Even if that movie gets zero nominations other than Nicole Kidman, I'm like. She's Nicole Kidman, like, and it's a biopic. Like, I don't like it, but it's a biopic. It's Aaron Sorkin. I think it's, like, his worst made movie possibly ever. It's bad, yeah. But he's really well-liked. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry this offends Jacob. I did not like Trial Chicago 7, like, at all. And I was really excited for it. And I just was so utterly, like, disappointed Mm-hmm. But that movie was really well liked. Like it didn't win anything, right? It won zero. Zero. Yeah. Totally yeah. empty handed. Remember Which, like yeah. the panic attacks? People were like, what if it just wins Best Picture? Like the last yes. like, 20 minutes of the Oscars. They were like editing and, then, and Best Picture. I'm and like, then like no. it lost editing. And then it was like Best Picture was announced before after. They were like, we're coming back with Best Picture. And everyone was like, holy shit, it's going to be Trial <laughs> Chicago 7. <laughs> Oh my god, that was wild. That, that was, like, was. One of the, that like ten minutes was better than when Trump got COVID on Twitter. Like when Trump got COVID on Twitter, I was like, I'm staying up till three a.m. looking at jokes. But like when they announced Best mm-hmm. Picture before Best Actor, and then did not go to who we all thought was, <laughs> and then the show ended just like that, just cut to black. I love, I love so much that he was awake, and they were like, "We're not letting you make a speech." Like they're like, "No." <laughs> they're making he... jokes. They were like, "He's asleep in bed. He's like 85." I'm like, "He said he was awake. He was yeah. waiting. They wouldn't let him." And then he was the only one who, like, said anything about Chadwick, like, the whole time. No, they had that NFT or whatever. Yeah, that's true. They had the NFT. But I don't think they actually said on the broadcast that it was Chadwick. I just think they said, like, before they went to a commercial break, they were like, we have NFTs available. Like, (laughs) I I still don't know what they were. That was so messy. Just, ugh. Um, Who do you guys wish was an actress that is not? Um, I have two. I have like one who could 
theoretically get in in some dream world. And that's Renata Reinsfa for the worst person in the world. Love, love her. I also, I'm going to share three, actually. I would love Tessa Thompson to get in. I feel like. That's, uh, that's mine. So good. Okay. Well, we can talk about that more when you say yours. And then my wild one is Virginie Afira, who plays Benedetta in Benedetta. Oh, my God. I love that. She's, I love that. It's the titular if, role. Truly. Literally. And if if film Twitter was cool, they would be backing her like they did with Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman, Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl. Like it's very much like that type it's, of avenue. It's definitely good for her behavior. It's like I okay. That's the thing about film Twitter. I just feel like if it's not a movie, like that's easily like like Promising Young Woman was kind of difficult to see, like, mm-hmm. until it was, like, a premium rental or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like once it was a premium rental, like, everyone got behind it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Benedetta, everyone's been like, how do I see it? And I'm like, it's literally on iTunes. It's just, like, <laughs> yeah. not, like, oh, my God. Yeah, because my friend was asking me how to see it after I was talking to her about it. And she was like, I just remember the nipple on the poster in my Catholic school being like, oh, my God, what the fuck? But yeah, that would be so cool. I mean, there's like no way, but that would be so cool. (laughs) Yeah, those are like dream picks. I love that. No, Tessa Thompson's definitely mine. I rewatched Passing and I just, I think like, especially because Tessa Thompson's in like, um, she's in um, The Hammer Guy. Thor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Not. But I feel like she has like a really good like broad like audience to where like she's well known. I just feel like nobody's talking about passing and it's like really upsetting. Like I was kind of hoping, you know how Loving like came out of nowhere and kind of got like mm-hmm. nominations the morning of. We were like, mm-hmm. okay, people saw it. I was kind of hoping it would play out like that. Like also with Ruth Nega, but like I just feel like nothing's happening with it, like, anywhere. Yeah. Like, even with critics, it's, like, weird. Because it's weird because everybody really liked the Nighthouse. So I'm like, can you guys talk about Rebecca Hall elsewhere? <laughs> like, I don't understand. That's so true. Yeah. And I, like, I still haven't seen the new edit. Because I know I, they have a different one from Sundance. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, they, like, went back and, like, re-edited it. Oh. Hmm. I didn't oh, know that's that. That's right. I feel like I remember hearing that. I um I don't know. I just think my like, passing overall is like if you ask me any question of like what's not in your five that should be, I feel like a lot of my answers are passing. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because it's a Netflix movie. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. And I feel like it's way more accessible than The Lost Daughter. And I say that as someone who ranked The Lost Daughter her number one movie of 2021. Like mm-hmm. I I would much easier, easily recommend people passing than the last daughter and um, what about Netflix always Netflix always does this oh what about get out of here (laughs) either either join either join or get off okay Eric with the facts I talked to Rebecca Hall and she said there weren't any structural edits it was largely added also, I just want to say this mm-hmm. um, continues the Alexander Skarsgård terrible person universe. Yeah. I'm very curious to see what the Northman adds to that. Um, 
I'm very excited for that. Whatever happens there. Like I, I also the dynamic of him and Nicole switching from like husband wife to Mm -hmm. mother son. Very interesting. (laughs) But yeah, mine's definitely Tessa Thompson. Um, Well, Ricky, Judas and the Black Messiah was a (laughs) is ineligible for anyone listening. It's ineligible. Even though I would be okay if we were like, you know how the Best Supporting Actor, which we'll get into next week, is like 7,000 people could get nominated. Like, I don't know who is the five. Yeah. Oh it could God. be any different five, any different day. But like, wouldn't it be hilarious if we were just like, you know what, it's too confusing. Let's just give Daniel Kaluuya a second Oscar. Like, I'd be okay <laughs> with that. Like, I'd be fine. He can make another speech. I would be fine. Yeah. I mean, I think of the ones this year, like besides Bradley Cooper for Licorice Pizza, because I have to say that I would pick Daniel Kaluuya again. <laughs> like he's it's, better than all of the ones that are the up other, this year. I pick is- Troy. Don't, oh, I do like do Troy. That. No, you're right. I do like Troy. I think about um, his reaction when she's like, you can't have sex ever again. I think about it all the time because i'm like did he not know that was the line before is he just like that good because he's like it's so good the photograph also ineligible (laughs) um jacob who's your actress that's not in your five that you so the more realistic one that i will say even though disney completely butchered her name which showed you how far they were going to go was Jodie Comer. Um, mm-hmm. I thought she was fantastic. I still think I she should be I am going to drop some news. I love The Last Duel. I didn't like it when I watched it. I liked it when I watched it. And I was like, it's just not awards worthy. But I think about it every day. It was awards worthy. It, mm-hmm. I say I this agree. as someone who hates Matt Damon more than life itself. I have never... Coda is a Hallmark movie. Hallmark movies are eligible at the Oscars this year. Um, I, I, everything about The Last Duel, I don't know, maybe if it came out later or something. Mm-hmm. Or if Disney didn't You're just because I feel like Jody's butcher everything. Every single Fox release they inherited, they were like, I'm just going to dump it. Um, mm-hmm. But I... I watched The Last Duel twice in 48 hours because I rented it, so I like the... Yeah. But um, I I really liked it. I just think, like, maybe the timing was off or something. Or maybe Ridley Scott is canceling out Ridley Scott. I don't know maybe. if, like... Like, and then we're just, like, talking about the louder movie, I guess. But I don't I think, think there's many male directors that I would have watched that movie from, to be honest. Like... I have really had it with like male directors talking about rape and like the way it should be discussed. Like, I just don't think that's a perspective I really care about, but mm-hmm. like I, he handled it so beautifully. And like, I just got the book, like I haven't read it yet, but like I, despite what someone said, the three like storyline, like um, perspectives are so well done and I just, like, I don't know. And making Ben Affleck a comedian was, like... He's I, so I, good in it. And I don't like action movies. Like, I'm really not into them. But, like, that last, like, the the duel itself, the mm-hmm. titular duel, 
so meticulously shot and like the sound is so good and like i (sighs) yeah entertainment (laughs) weekly just tweeting about this movie Uh. um you know but i just i don't think that movie could like i was talking about this with um Ricky and Jacob, there are a lot of people that are up for best director that I think the movies they made could have been made by anyone and like been not like not the same, but like mm-hmm. kind of the same result. I really don't feel that way about The Last Duel. I think like he made it and it's like a Ridley Scott movie. Like Yeah. That's, he's so good at staging the duel, right? Like action yeah, like, movies, period pieces. Like that is he's yeah. so good at that. Yeah. I never felt like I was missing anything, whether he was showing the fight itself, the reaction of Jodie Comer, like, oh, Ricky's giving us updates on the Golden Globes. Oh, my God. Well, not Flea. Oh, my God. I'm winning my poll or my pool already. Interesting. I changed Um, I changed my my vote last second. Oh, Ariana DeBose won, too. I am just killing it. Two for two. And the two... Actually, everyone else said flee except me, so... Oh, I said I, I, I Encanto. I changed it to Encanto when I um, realized flee wasn't in foreign. Because I didn't... At first, I was like, oh, it can't I just be nominated didn't for trust foreign. them. And then I was like, oh, okay. When I um, saw it could be nominated, I was like, yeah, they're going Encanto. I'm still going to go with this outline I made. Sorry, guys. No, you're Here's- good. Y'all's five actors. Jacob, who do you have? Uh, actors. I still have. I have Will Smith first um, for now. I've got Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah, the actor Tick, <laughs> Tick, Boom. Um, Andrew Garfield. He's great. Um, my, my third um, uh, is Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, and then my fourth, I have Peter Dinklage and five, Denzel. Um I still see Denzel's your in, five. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I I just in my so in my mind I still think Denzel's in. I think the top five are pretty solid because I don't think I yeah, don't like, think Leo's getting in. I don't think Joaquin's getting in, and I don't think Nicolas Cage is getting actor? in. And then my next one is Bradley Cooper. <gasps> Jeremy I think Strong Leo. Won. Oh yay! Uh, yes, yay! Kendall. It was so like I'm pretty sure the percentage was like. 75% or something, but like still exciting. He's yeah. my birthday twin. I mean Jesus oh too, my God. but like <laughs> Jeremy Strong. <laughs> more important. Um yeah, I think actor is the most boring category of this entire award mm-hmm. season because mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that five is locked up. Yeah. Yeah. I That's... think I think Peter Dinklage has the the weakest post Game of Thrones yeah. should have been nominated years ago, yada yada. Also, and then I think he is so good in Nip Tuck. If anybody ever bothered to watch Nip Tuck, he's I been d- like a. I've seen the Bradley Cooper episode of Nip Tuck. I was gonna say, speaking of Bradley <laughs> Cooper, which I'm so excited, Jacob says he's his six. Um, I I um went so I live downtown in LA, so there's not a lot of like FYC ads downtown, but mm-hmm. like um where my brother-in-law lives is like every five seconds you see an FYC ad. And we were over there and I saw like 12 Nightmare Alley ads in a row and they were all different. Like, like mm-hmm. one was definitely a cinematography ad. One was only Kate Blanchett, but I saw like four Bradley Cooper ones and they were all different. And I was like, okay. That's so exciting. Like, if we're doing that, like, like, and I'm not doing it. Um, 
Sophia, do you have the same five? Yeah, I have. I have Benedict Cumberbatch first right now. I'm just kind of waiting to see if the Will Smith like industry flip happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have the same five. Especially I think because Will if Smith anyone's missed for concussion, right? Yes. He yeah, he yeah. did. And that was one of those things we all thought like he was like in mm-hmm. and then he wasn't. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that movie. I think like there is I a possibility Leo gets in. <laughs> I do, too. I put him on my prediction Wednesday because I mm. I don't think he can be ignored. One, because he's Leo Two, that movie is going to be so well received. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to everyone. No, I know. I know. Um, and three, I am of the strongest opinion that Leo is a better comedic actor than he is dramatic actor. And I don't like him in this movie, which I'm so upset to say because I was mm-hmm. so excited that first trailer when he was like hyperventilating. I was like, oh my God, here we go again. Mama Mia. But he... Uh, <laughs> He was very much himself in this movie to me. I mm-hmm. I don't know. He was like goofy, like the way he is in interviews and stuff, not the way I th- I think he should have won an Oscar for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And yeah. I wanted that kind of performance again where it was funny, but you were like, this guy is fucking depressed. Like he mm-hmm. is like a manic depressive. Like, Ugh. and I, I don't know. I was thinking that. I Bradley Cooper is obviously my person who's not in my five that should be. Yeah, he I I, I didn't list him because I knew you were going to and that we could just talk about <laughs> him then. <laughs> that last five minutes. I've never seen the yeah. last five minutes where I'm like, this guy's winning an Oscar. And I the way that film Twitter has gotten behind Amy Adams and Leonardo DiCaprio, who, by the way, his nominations are so spread out from the start of his career mm-hmm. to when he finally won an Oscar. I don't know why we were like, he's never won. Like his first yeah. Oscar nomination, he was like, a, how old was he? Like 14? He was like, young. Yeah, very young. Yeah. Like <laughs> Amy Adams had like seven and like five, like seven years or something, like eight years. Like it was just, I don't mm-hmm. know. I just feel like. We all got behind Leo and like he got one for something he didn't deserve because we were like, he's Leo. I feel like Bradley Cooper, yes, his eight include producing. I had a panic mm-hmm. attack that he was going to win an Oscar for Joker winning Best Picture. That would have been the ultimate like bad joke, really, if that was his Oscar. Like, I was like, please don't. Not anything but Joker. Like, like no. <laughs> okay. I had an Oscar party. I'm going to send you pictures. I make up cakes that said, just not Joker. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> that was such a um, good year, too. That was such a good year. It was like yeah. one of- Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. Yeah. Ugh. Talk about my mom came to visit and she was like filming us reacting to the wins and she put her phone down during Best Picture because she was really like into it. And then I'm like, you should have filmed us because like, that's yeah, it's like four- that would have like, been 30 one. people in my apartment going nuts. Like, uh. <laughs> Okay, so who do you have as your not in your five, but you want them in for actor? I have Adam Driver and Annette. (laughs) I love that so much. (laughs) It's just like a, I think the way that people talk about like Simon Rex and Red Rocket is how I think about Adam Driver and Annette. Like just a fully fearless 
over the top performance, but really I think like holds the movie down. So I would love that. I mean, Annette is just, it's absolutely insane. But again, like you were saying with best picture winners, like you want to at least be able to like joke about them. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about like any movie. And Annette has been probably like, probably my most like memed or tweeted about movie in a joking type of way this year. I, um, so I don't remember what else I was going to see, but I changed my mind and saw Annette last second in a theater because they were giving out free raincoats. And then I got oh there God. and they were like, we're, they were like, we're out of them. And I was like, I could have watched this on Amazon. <laughs> um, I didn't like Annette and I really wanted to. I mm. love the beginning, obviously. And I remember when I went to see it, my friend was like, you know, like there's a birth scene. And I was like, should I be worried? Like, so I was like, I was, I think I was like five months pregnant. I was like, should I be worried? And then I sat down and it was an Alamo draft house. So there's like a waiter or whatever. And he's like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's like a birth scene in this. And I was like, oh my God. Why does everyone keep telling me this? You're like, I'm good. (laughs) I was like, my heart was like racing when she was giving birth. I was like, what's going to go wrong? And then I was just a puppet. But (laughs) like, He's my favorite part of that movie, especially mm-hmm. his stand-up part is just hilarious. But also when um, oh, I can't think of the guy's name. Um, Simon Helberg. Yes. When he yeah. is like confronting him in the pool or whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, you know, Leo being like, this is the best acting you've ever seen. I was like, he's so crazy. Like, yeah, especially just when you get Adam Driver in interviews and he's so boring, gives like yes or no answers. Yep. <laughs> like, who's this guy? Like, yeah. I also just cannot believe he's in three movies and gonna go zero for three nominations. Mm-hmm. It's I know. Like, like, do you think he started out the year like I'm gonna get two nominations, and then the movies came out, and he was like, "I'm gonna get zero nominations." Like, I don't know if he thinks about anything like that really at all. Like, when someone did you see the interview where they asked him like if he liked Lady Gaga's music, and he seemed to not know about it. Yeah. Okay. That, and then like one of the very first screenings, it was the first public screening of House of Gucci at the Academy Museum. They mm-hmm. hug, and he does that like friend hug. He's like, yeah, he's like, like I'm gonna stick my giant arms out. <laughs> and I was like, immediately, I was like, there's no rumors like there were between like Bradley and Gaga, like mm-hmm. Adam and Gaga, like zero rumors. But it's wild yeah. when you watch the movie because I'm like, their chemistry is like there. It's just like. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's so far removed in real life, which is like... I think so. Yeah. I just... I love him. I you love know, me him. me too. I don't know if you've read about the cult connections with his wife or whatever. Oh my god, no. I need to read about this now. It's is very this like a far, thing? Yes. It's very okay. far removed, but like... It's like... It's just really funny. I don't know. It's like his oh wife's stepfather or something. It's just I'm like going to look this up. Right after yes. <laughs> this. I um, love it. Um, okay. Yeah, I think. Okay. Who do you guys have winning Best Actor? Benedict and then Will? I have Will. Yeah. I have Benedict. I just feel like I don't know what's happening with Will. Like, I just... If the industry flip happens, like, I will definitely switch. But I just feel like being in a movie that's... People are going to have to watch it because it's going to be nominated for a bunch of things, probably the power of the mm-hmm. dog. And I don't think you watch that. If you watch that movie and you like it, 
odds are you probably like his performance. He also has been nominated before. He has SAG nominations, BAFTA nominations. It just like feels right. And he's campaigning too. I feel like whoever wins SAG, then I'm going to say they're winning the Oscar. I feel like Benedict Mm -hmm. will win BAFTA no matter what. Yeah. I feel that too. Like, no matter what, even if that would be crazy. That's, I think, that would be crazy. Andrew has a good chance to win BAFTA. That's Mm -hmm. who I have, at least right now. Winning BAFTA? Yeah. I I just, how do musicals do at BAFTA? I don't know. Well, it's hard too with like the juries and everything, like the new way of voting, how it'll go. Like, what if he's like someone who doesn't, one of them is one that doesn't get in? That would be so weird. Yeah. Um, But, I wouldn't put it past them entirely. And I feel like they're still really weird about the Netflix thing because Netflix releases in Europe are so different than they are like mm. here. Mm-hmm. No other Globe winners have been announced. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm telling you, they needed to contact someone that was funny to like tweet mm-hmm. their stuff. Like not like a comedian, like someone who was funny on Twitter and just not announce it and yeah. have them announce the winners. Like. I just wish we would stop talking about them so then we could stop worrying about them. Like it has I know. it has zero overlap, like literally. Most critics yeah. groups are bigger. Like well, like without the show, it's kind of like that was always the, the thing. It was like they were was drunk, like the who was gonna give a fun speech. Yeah. So it's like without that, it's no There's different no than anything else. That is it's so weird. Yeah, I think. I think Benedict's winning as of right now. They're announcing presenters on Twitter. Yeah, I just, I just think like, because I think Power of the Dog is winning director, Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's winning anything else. And I don't know how a movie wins director without anything else. So do you? Who I have it winning screenplay as well. Yeah, I do too. What do I have? Hold on. Because that's adapted. Like, original is mm-hmm. the category for screenplay that could get weird. Because, like, you have yeah, PTA yeah. for Licorice Pizza is never won. But, like, if Belfast wins picture, like, original screenplay is probably going to Belfast. And then, like, don't look up you know in what? some crazy scenario. Like, I guess I do have it winning adapted. But I could see if West Side Story doesn't win, mm-hmm. like, anything else that they could just give it that. Yeah, I mean, musicals like never win adapted yeah, screenplay. Yeah, that was the thing that I was thinking. It was like they but never Tony really Kushner, did. I mean, they yes. didn't give it to him for Lincoln, and that was a yes. big thing. So I just I don't know. I think it's Jane's. It would be really cool if they were like, fuck it, let's go Lost Daughter, but I don't see that happening. Like, that would be <laughs> really cool. I just, yeah, I, I also think Benedict's really like charming. Mm hmm. And, like, I don't know. Maybe they could be, like, fuck it and give it to Denzel Washington. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe I mean, we wake up and Nicolas Cage is nominated. That's I don't who, know. That's, that's who I would I, love to see in there is yeah. Nicolas Cage. And, like, everyone's talking about him after that roundtable where he was, like, just, like, so charming with literally every single person at the table. Like, mm-hmm. I... yeah. I wonder if he's like the Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate nomination, yeah. like that very random one that comes out. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'm like, hmm. especially because it is like... Nicolas Cage, 
And it's yeah. like, yeah, like he does so much different stuff to go back to do like Mandy, Prisoner of the Ghost Land, like all of this crazy stuff to come back and do something like super, and when does super that nuanced. Movie come out where he plays himself. Um, oh yeah! March? Oh my god! Because he could be doing press for that, like as like March voting. or April. Um, I saw a April, trailer. April twenty second. Oh, that's annoying. If it came out, I'm excited like, for it. No, I'm. I actually like didn't watch the trailer when it was released, and then when I saw Licorice Pizza, they played an ad for it, and I was like, it actually looks really good. Mm-hmm. That and they showed the trailer for that Jason Statham one with Josh Hartnett, who I'm just like so excited oh, yeah. for the thing again. <laughs> And I was like, this movie looks hilarious. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that would be really cool if he got in. But who would he knock out? Peter Dinklage? Yeah, I would guess him so. Or him or Denzel. Or- I think are the two most vulnerable. Oh, vulnerable I honestly think two. Denzel is a lock. I don't think he's. You mean he's Denzel just- playing Macbeth? He should yeah. be a lock. Yeah. Yeah. Drive my car when it's foreign. What a surprise. Speaking of mm. that. Does anyone else have um, the director? I don't want to butcher his name, but having him I be have the him uh, in my five. foreign director of the year, yeah, he's he's I my five. He actually um, he kicks out Kenneth Branagh for me. Oh, you have that too. I also have him missing. It like feels like it could happen because that branch is so like they. Well, I don't know. I mean, they... Sophia know about them not liking actors as directors. Things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have, ben Kenneth, I have Kenneth four, but I I would knock him out. But so do you guys have PTA in? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I think I, I didn't love Belfast like everyone else is. I liked it. I thought it was really good. I think the direction is probably one of the weaker aspects of it. There were a lot of mm-hmm. scenes that felt sort of like it was made for Disney Channel. Um, like the whole scene where they like throw stuff at his head, like the whole riot scene, I just felt was so like silly in a way that kind of tonally messed with the movie for me. And so that's mm-hmm. why I think that's the one thing for Belfast where I'm like, I could easily see it missing because I think that's the weakest aspect of the movie. Yeah, and they do that I, sometimes. Like they'll they didn't put in like Martin McDonough when three billboards. That one Tiff People's Choice, Green Book, director Miss there. So it's like it, I could see it, right? Like the populist movie doesn't always align there. Yeah, I think he's the weakest in the director. Like the directors that keep repeating, I think he's the le- like the weakest out of them all. Mm. But I. Oh, he just won the globe for screenplay. Belfast? Yep. Oh, Jason Sudeikis won. That's good. We can pretend the globes don't exist. I didn't pick him at my pool. I picked um, Steve Martin. Same. That feels like something to do. I just feel like, but I feel like I kept forgetting there's no speeches, so it doesn't matter. Ugh. Okay, so he won screenplay. Their screenplay is dumb, though, because it's, like, just screenplay. It's not... Mm -hmm. And it also never aligns with the Oscar winner. Like, usually it doesn't. Okay, so then... But I just really think PTA is winning screenplay. Oh, I would love that. 
Um, I do too. Yeah. I mean, if you, the category is just like so dull otherwise. It's like Branna, Sorkin, I, McKay. I like, wish Mass play in the hits. Win, but I feel mm. like Mass is going to go like zero nominations. Yeah. I think it's sad. If I was in charge of Jason Isaac's Oscar campaign, hear me out. I would have been like, Homeboy was the best part of the Harry Potter special. Like his mm-hmm. interviews were so funny. Yep. And he had really specific callbacks and they accompanied them with the deleted scene footage. He's not doing any of that. I like Jake, like I told Jacob, like, why hasn't anybody tweeted this? And that was the only tweet I saw referencing that he's in mass and was in the Harry Potter special. Like that movie just came out too early. Like, uh, yeah. It needed really. a fall festival run too. Like it, it needed it wasn't to go to tell your ride. Like yeah, it was it needed yeah, something it, else. Well, it played in London. It was at the London Festival, so mm-hmm. that's why I hope I hope that BAFTA will like rally around Jason Isaacs because I know mm-hmm. they do like him. Oh, that would be good. He is like a very prominent like British actor, and um, I do know true. that the. The SAG, they did the SAG screenings, and SAG was, like, packed for it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm hoping, like, SAG and BAFTA can, like, pull that back in. Um, but I agree with original screenplay because behind Licorice Pizza, for me, I've got Belfast and then King Richard and Don't Look Up. And then I still have Mass 5, but I, I it just have seems mass like... I have Mass, just mass like to get SAG Ensemble. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I that would be. That would be such I an think... amazing, like... I feel like actors will really like it because they'll understand mm-hmm. like the difficulties behind it. It's just like I just wanted to show up somewhere mm-hmm. so I feel better about it. It's just like it's not yeah. I honestly thought it would do better with critics and it's like not even like I know out the way I I honestly really and I truly never try to think that TV carries as much weight, but I feel like the Hammy's tale was so bad that like it hurt. One doubt oh. being talked about. Oh no, I, just, like, I didn't watch it, but like that's ugh. it was. We were like halfway through the season, and I was like, I don't really want to keep watching it, but like, there's oh, Shiv won. Sarah Snook, how my wife, I Shiv. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't pick Sarah Snook. I don't remember my, TV, my TV predictions are always so bad because I just never pay attention to it as much um, as I do to movies. I downloaded that serialized app this morning and I logged uh-huh. 190 TV shows. There's something. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't watch as much TV now, but like I did, I, I did one TV show and I was like, Oh, this is a lot for me. Did <laughs> you just copy everybody else's? Oh, for the for the predictions, I basically copied yours and changed like three of them. But for the serialized app, I put like one TV show on there, and I was like, "Oh, that's enough." Bojo, you should do that. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Okay. Yeah. So, Benedict and Will. What if Andrew Garfield won? I wouldn't be that shocked. I could see it happening. He could carry over the Spider-Man mm-hmm. press. Into. definitely and he's so nice like he's just so likable is like will smith keeps doing press and he's going backwards andrew garfield keeps doing press and he's like going forwards mm-hmm. and I'm exactly like, well because it's, it's got like it's got the whole thing of like he did press for tick tick boom 
And he basically was like, guys, I'm not in Spider-Man. Those are fake. Like, and then just went so viral by saying he wasn't mm -hmm. in Spider-Man. And now it's like, oh, I can say I'm in Spider-Man. He did the whole like, oh, I went to go see the movie um, in a theater with, you know, um, Tobey Maguire. Iconic and like, theater he went to, by the way. There's this whole like, confusion when you buy tickets in Burbank of like which mm -hmm. AMC you're going to. Like nobody knows. Like there's one that's good. <laughs> The other two are bad, but you just have to know the number. Mm -hmm. But he mm -hmm. picked the good one. And I'm like, who bought your ticket? Like, who bought it? it? Because it but seems like he's like not campaigning in like the sense of like campaigning. It seems like he's just like being himself, which kind of makes him more charming, in my opinion, where he's just out there like, like, oh, yeah, this is what I did. This is what I want to do. Like, this is what mm -hmm. I am doing. Like, and I think that could like, easily lend its way because it doesn't feel forced it doesn't feel like oh i'm doing this to win an oscar it's like oh i'm doing this because you know i want to like i'm i want to come out and talk to you guys about this and that and whatever that's kind of like my thing with kenneth um i feel like he every time i watch an interview with him i'm like you really want an oscar Mm -hmm. I feel like like if PTA starts doing more interviews, like he's not ever gonna come off like that. Like, remember when he was like on Jimmy Kimmel and he was talking about like, like they asked he asked him like how is working with um, Daniel Day Lewis like because he really stand in character and he's like you can't talk to him like even on a cell phone. He's he was like, like he's like he's the flip phone like, mm -hmm. and he wasn't like a jerk about it. Like he was just like. Yeah, but like he, I feel like, you know, yeah, he's yeah. so much like PTA is so much more well respected in the field than Kenneth Branagh. I know, like Belfast fans, I'm sorry, like it's just the truth. Like if they yeah. want to be cool, they will pick PTA. If they exactly. you know love Belfast that much, they'll pick it. But like screenplay, I can't see the WGA going for it. That seems nuts. I know it yeah. won screenplay at Globes, but that also doesn't <laughs> always translate to Oscar. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Like last year, Sorkin won screenplay. Exactly, exactly. And then Emerald Fennell started, like, picking it up with WGA. Yeah. Because of the crown, guys. Because of the crown. Plus, yeah. it's like, it. there's this weird feeling with PTA that, like, he hasn't gotten one. We need to get him one. Where it's like, Kenneth Branagh's about to break the record for the person nominated the most different categories, but I still don't feel like it's like his like legacy Oscar yet. Like, I just don't have that same that, thing for him. And it's weird. It's weird to say this, but I also feel like he's not, um, he's in the death on the Nile and that mm -hmm. could hurt him the way they're going to like, made the death on the Nile. shove it to the side and like not talk <laughs> about it. And like, I feel like that could be like the opposite of what Andrew Garfield has with like mm -hmm. other movies going on and like I don't know. But next mm -hmm. week we're gonna talk about supporting actor, supporting actress, and director. And I'm excited because my yeah. supporting actor lineup is like seven thousand. It's basically every supporting yeah. actor it from every movie. It has long. to be right now. Like the way that act lead actors like these five are nominated, but I just don't know mm -hmm. what order. But supporting actors like these men were in movies for less mm -hmm. than thirty minutes. They're on the list. <laughs> yeah, I I truly feel like there could be a, 
a world in which none of the majors like award shows line up like none of the nominees repeat like mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. i don't know it could happen I, and this would be the year for that oh Bradley can you imagine <laughs> his stupid little white pants oh my God. Uh, love when he's yeah. like walking away in the white pants it's so good i i saved it i haven't tweeted it yet but it's like when Gaga's like, why do you look so good in those jeans? I changed it to why do you look so good in those white pants? Ugh. Whenever you press send, I will hit the retweet. I'm just waiting for him to win something. Something. Ugh, I know. If he gets nominated sack morning, it'll transpire. That would be too good. Mm-hmm. All right. Jacob, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter at tberry57. Um, I have... A little link tree. I'm going to be one of those people that goes to everything I've done. Um, And tomorrow I will have my 2010, 2022. 2010. Yeah, 2010. I hope the whale is number one. It's top 10 for sure. Oh, ouch. All right. All right. Maestro's number one. If you know me, (laughs) you should know what my number one is. But stay but, tuned and click on the article. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sophia, where can everybody find you? Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on. This was so fun. It's always good to talk about award season and these categories are good ones, I think, to start with. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Sophia underscore Sim, C-I-M. I'm always tweeting about Bradley Cooper and Oscar season. And you can find my podcast, which is called Oscar Wild, which I host with um, one of my good friends, Nick. Um, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts and on Twitter and Instagram at Oscar Wild Pod. Yes, love it. Especially your newest episode, Licorice Pizza. Love it. Um, you Michael can find Keaton me. Won. He won? Mm-hmm. I, oh my God. Oh, I don't think I picked him. <laughs> what did he win? God. What is he, uh, what is he in? Hulu television it's picture. a Hulu yeah. show. Oh. I almost picked him, but I was Don't like, say. I picked Steve Martin for the same yeah. reason. I thought about him as a random one too. <laughs> God. All right. You Kate can find me one. and my. That's super obvious. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Did anybody not pick her? I don't think so. I want to see um, like if people winning are picking or like are tweeting about their win or anything. It seems like I'm sure it's pretty quiet. That's the thing is like what's the payoff of like that was like mm-hmm. my biggest thing is I feel like a lot of the people I were picking were like new winners, which like normally mm-hmm. the HFPA does like one person they want to crown as like a new thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's no payoff. Like nobody's seeing it. <laughs> nobody's mm-hmm. tweeting about it. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. weird. Um, anyway, you can find me on Twitter, Kins Fununu, just sending dumb tweets about Bradley Cooper, still Vox Lux, obviously Star is Born, I don't know, sometimes baby pictures, just stay tuned. Um, but we'll be back next week with director and the lead actor, or supporting actor and actress, so come back next week, guys. All right, peace out, everyone.